activate. Are you ready? AI Nexus Hello and welcome back everybody to AI Nexus Podcast, your favorite go-to podcast for the very latest in artificial intelligence. Here with me to host today's episode is Elias. How's it going, Elias? Hi, Newton. It's going great. Thanks for asking. I'm very excited to get to dive into today's episode with you. How's everything been across the pond for you, sir? Uh, managed to get a lot of rest in the past few days. Being well rested makes a lot of difference, you know. I've been able to to keep up with the amount of work I had to to get done. So yeah, feeling really hyped and uh, and excited, especially about today's episode, which is kind of a uh, a little bit long overdue, right? We get to dive into the scandal about what's going on with Sam Altman getting ousted by the same company he co-founded. Yeah, I mean, the, Newton, the developments come less than just a year after OpenAI kicked off a generative AI frenzy with the launch of the viral chatbot ChatGPT and bagged Microsoft as an investor, among other big names, you know. So yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely been a tumultuous um, latter part of November. So now things have kind of calmed down a little bit, and I wanted to explore what actually happened and the timeline of events. Yes, I, I think we should definitely bring our listeners up to speed. Yeah, so Newton, it's very important for our listeners to understand the tumultuous series of events that took place during, you know, the whole timeline here. And it all really started on November the 17th when the OpenAI board fires Sam Altman, the CEO and co-founder, and President Greg Brockman quits after being removed from the board. Now, with this, the company also named Mira Murati as the interim CEO. So the next day on the 18th, Altman's firing was over a breakdown in communications between Sam and the board and not malfeasance as per the COO Brad Lightcap in an internal memo. Later on in the day, on the 18th, early investor Kosa Ventures says it wants Altman back at OpenAI. And I quote, but we'll back him in whatever he does next. So later that day, some employees contemplated quitting after Altman was not restored as CEO by the end of the weekend, while others expressed support for joining his new venture, people familiar with the matter said. Now, the next day, Altman discussed a possible return to the company and considers launching a new AI startup. Sources actually had told routers this. So later on the next day, on November the 20th, Microsoft CEO Satya said the Windows maker has hired Altman, Brockman, and their colleagues to lead a new advanced AI research team. Later the day, OpenAI appoints former Twitch boss Emmett Shear as interim CEO. 
Now, Shear had pledged to probe into Sam's exit while OpenAI board approached rival Anthropics CEO on merger for taking top job, sources said. Later in the day, nearly all 700 of OpenAI staff threatened to quit and join Altman at Microsoft if the board didn't resign, according to a letter seen by multiple sources. Now, later in the day, some investors in OpenAI explore legal resources against the company's board, sources familiar with the matter had said. Now, on the 21st, it kind of comes to a conclusion, Newton. OpenAI said that Altman will return as CEO with a new initial board of Brett Taylor, Larry Summers, and Adam D'Angelo. Brockman will also be returning to the startup. Later, on the 29th of November, Microsoft actually gained a board observer, which this is pretty important because Microsoft will gain representation on the new initial board of directors in the form of a non-voting observer. It wasn't immediately clear who the observer might be, only that they won't have an official vote in board business. Now, it's curious the way that the events transpired and the timeline that they transpired in, Newton. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, 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 this opened up just a menagerie of conspiracy theories from, you know, did the board implement some kind of kill switch? Was it the CIA? You know, I just, I've, I've heard the full gambit of conspiracies on, on Twitter, on Reddit, on 4chan, all over the place. You know, um, I know, I know you're telling me a few different things, Newton. Um, what, what kind of was shaking loose across the pond for you? I'm still struggling to wrap my head around what's really going on. Uh, it's just, um, I remember waking up that morning and, um, the very first thing I saw was, you know, Sam had been ousted from the same company he, he founded. All I could find at the time was that this same board publishing, and I quote, the board no longer has confidence in his ability to continue leading OpenAI. Alas, I find this really amusing that the board would say that, you know, would question his competency in that regard. Let's call a spade a spade. You know, Sam is... Sam is really no rookie to startups and raising capital in general. What, what I see here, um, Elias, is simply an A-list entrepreneur doing what he does better than anything else, which is sourcing capital, securing investment, and growing out the business by any means necessary. Sam is the one person who is exceptionally skilled enough to take open AI forward. Uh, albeit the company may lose its non-profit status in the process, but I don't see why the company, once fully funded, cannot entertain a non-profit section of the same organization. Look at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, for example. I mean, hmm. there are many ways to take a company forward. Why stagnate it due to lack of resources, even before I mean it can take flight? Let's not let's not forget that prior to OpenAI, you know, Sam Altman was also the president of um, of Y Combinator from 2014 to 2019. You know, Y Combinator, the 
the American Technology Startup Accelerator launched in March, right? I think that was in 2000 and was it 2005, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and since then, Y Combinator has launched over 4,000 companies, you know, big names, including names like Airbnb, Coinbase, DoorDash, you know, Dropbox as well, uh, Stripe, Twitch, you know, they're all companies, you know, that were all started via Y Combinator and Reddit as well. And, you know, not many are aware of this, but Sam Altman was also briefly in 2014 instated as CEO of Reddit, you know. Uh, with Y Combinator, Sam eventually became president at some point as well, you know, when one of its founder, if you recall, alas, Paul Graham, when he yes. voluntarily stepped down for Sam to take his place. When he was asked why the change, Paul Graham was quoted in 2014 as saying, because Y Combinator needs to grow and I am not the best person to grow it. Sam is what Y Combinator needs at this stage in its evolution. And he went on to say, there will be a lot more startups in 10 years than there are now. And if Y Combinator is going to fund them, will have to grow proportionally bigger. Of all the people I have met in the nine years of working on Y Combinator, I feel Sam is the best suited for the task. You know? And mind you, Sam was only 29 at the time. Only 29 years old. You know? By 2008, Business Week had already labeled him as one of the best entrepreneurs in technology and Forbes magazine in 2015 dubbed him as um as a top investor under 30. So yeah, Elias, I mean, Sam's part is pretty much written in stone um, and growing a company is just, uh, it's just his forte, to be honest. True, sometimes it may be delivered in seemingly unconventional ways, but I mean, this Sam is a trend that's moving forward regardless. And it's showing no signs of um, of stopping anytime soon. His colleagues are better off just stepping out of his way or or staying in their own lane. Oh yeah, one could definitely say that Sam is entering his power era, for sure. You know, I mean, I would say he, he entered that what decades ago. You know, decades ago, he's just doing what what he does best. To be honest, partnering up with giants, right, securing funding. The board wouldn't, doesn't really need to get too involved in how he's getting this done. Just look at his track record. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's demonstrated the immense power he wields. I mean, you know, and, and those who know him point to his charisma and communication skills time and time again. I mean, come on. They, 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 OpenAI staffers displayed enthusiastic loyalty to Altman after his firing. You know, so, I mean, that, that right yeah. there speaks volumes. Of, of, of his not just leadership, but just of who he is as a person, you know, I mean, this is Newton, this is really just a botched coup d'etat at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're trying to paint him out to be the, the bad money hungry CEO who is just uh, chasing profit, you know? Most people don't really understand this or realize this. Um, so I wanted to kind of point it out as well, but in the run up to his ousting, you know, OpenAI was reportedly exploring a share sell that would have allowed employees to cash in on their stakes. And the information that was reported 
is that it would have been a lot of cash, Newton. The deal was reportedly set to value OpenAI at $86 billion. You know, and it's possible employees mobilized to support Altman to avoid jeopardizing that deal on their payouts. I mean, everyone knew that their money was tied to Sam and they acted in their best interest, you know, and even in recent employees would have seen a 4x cash out liquidation. If the company drastically slowed commercialization, then no investors would have come in, you know. So, I mean, OpenAI's future looks tied to Altman, any which way you cut the cheese, you know, OpenAI has an unusual corporate structure. We've already established that, you know, and when Altman and his co-founders set OpenAI back up in 2015, they did so as a nonprofit with the aim of building safe artificial intelligence for the benefit of humanity, you know, and then three years later, it added a capped profit company called OpenAI LP. That corporate arm brought in cold, hard cash and computing power. But that's where the tension lies, Newton. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, OpenAI's nonprofit board was installed to ensure OpenAI stayed true to its original mission and to ensure the benefit of mankind came ahead of commercial ambition. But Altman is fundamentally an entrepreneur and... I think it's pretty obvious from all that chaos that it's implicative that his commercially driven vision could win out. You know, the board that ousted him has largely been deconstructed, you know? So, yeah. I mean, look at, look, look at, look at the regrets of the chief scientist, Ilya, you know, I mean, he first backed it, but now, you know, even as, the tweet that he put out on the 20th, you know, stating, and I quote, I deeply regret my participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI. I love everything we've built together and I will do everything I can to reunite the company. Now, Newton, there's one theory that Ilya, who's the chief scientist, and he's really what represents OpenAI's research side, that him and Altman were divided on whether the startup was prioritizing making money over responsibly developing AI. You know, he can be quoted as saying, I think what's happened over the last few years is that Ilya has been really worrying now that technology is coming of age and actually works. But yeah, Newton. So, I mean, it's just, it's interesting to kind of see where motives really lie. Is AI really going to be driven by altruism and the betterment of humanity or is there profit motive behind it and i i unfortunately i think that profit is the ultimate motivator i mean money is the ultimate motivator for everybody out there unfortunately you know so it's really scary to think you know and, and there's no way that microsoft would have hired him on even if it was just for a day and then have a non-voting board seat and for Microsoft to not have control over whatever's going on over there. That's just my two cents. Yeah, you know, I think there, there are many ways to look at this. And um, I, um, I for one, I, I just do not think it has to be one or the other. It has to be black or white. Or, I mean, it has to be either for profit or non-profit. Why can't it just be both, for crying out loud, you know? Um, I mean, look at the other companies, the other AI startups today. They're all reeling in cash 
significant amount of money, right? Millions of dollars at this point. Then what is OpenAI supposed to fold its hand and say, oh, we are non-profit, so we're going to continue to, you know, function at less than a million dollar revenue every single year? Just makes no sense. Let Sam do what he does best. Um, the company needs to survive. It needs to thrive. It's dealing with big competitors at the moment, big names. You've got Anthropic coming in strong, you know. What Sam has been doing, all he has done was, you know, secure funding, much needed funding for the company. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong, Elias, I do not think um, the board, the previous board of directors, they had any ill intention against him or against the general public because they're not really the money-hungry type or, or the power-hungry type. Ilya Sutskeva, the you know the one you mentioned, the Rush is of Russian origin, I think. Yeah. Elon Musk also tweeted about him, saying he knows Ilya very well, and Ilya is not power hungry. So there must have been some other reasons why this is happening. Well, well yeah, he was concerned, frankly. Yeah, but again, Elon Musk. I really don't want to get into that discussion now. He's probably at the with Grok. He's probably in need of someone with. <laughs> with Ilya's skills. <laughs> so um, you also have this lady, Helen Turner, right? The the Australian who is in her 30s as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's some theory going on that she alone was kind of responsible for triggering this entire series of events. You know, she actually instigated the, the quote-unquote coup attempt. Uh, back then when she was added to the board of directors, Sam Altman was praising Helen Turner, you know, saying she brings an understanding of the global AI landscape with an emphasis on safety. So he only had good things to say about her at the time. I know the New York Times reported that she, um, there was this paper that she co-authored for CSET, you know, sometime in October, which was published. And in that paper, um, OpenAI was criticized for releasing ChatGPT at the time it did. You know, the paper claimed that by releasing ChatGPT at that time, OpenAI inadvertently sparked a sense of urgency inside major tech companies, you know, companies like Google, for example, nudging all of them to ensure they did not fall behind and prompting competitors to circumvent internal safety and ethics review processes. Things kind of escalated from there, you know? Yeah. Uh, so th- there was that rift that started between Sam and Helen. Oh, yeah, it backfired on him because, I mean, he started I mean, he started approaching other board members individually about replacing Helen. And when the members compared notes about the convos, some of them felt that Altman had misrepresented them as supporting Tony's removal. So they're pissed because, I mean, he, and I quote, played them off against each other by lying about what other people thought. So I think that's kind of could have been maybe the catalyst for a lot of the board getting behind. Yeah, let's let's get rid of Altman. Maybe that's the best interest for the company, you know. I didn't know that. So he actually approached the board members, right, trying to get them off, you see. But, But nonetheless, I think that putting out a paper like that was was ludicrous to start with. Uh, I just find it amusing that Sam is getting chastised 
for the proliferation of AI solutions. I mean, companies are going to get on board with AI, whether ChatGPT was released last year or 10 years from now or whenever, you know, I mean, it's not Sam's fault. So, I mean, it's, 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 it is ludicrous, as you said, Newton. I mean, I don't see how Helen could have just written this paper, essentially just saying, stoking the flames of AI, right? And then just to be so publicly seemingly critical of the products that like you're the board of, you know, like how, how would you not expect to get backlash from that? Now, granted she did, she stood by her paper, but it seems that she did kind of try to backtrack a little bit by saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this was going to cause the, and you know, sorry for the grotesque language, but the shit show that it did. But nonetheless, it did. So, I mean, Hmm. a lesson learned on her part, you know. So now we have Sam Altman, who is empowered more so ever than before. Both, I mean, both her and um, the other female uh, board member were ousted. Uh, Tasha McCauley, you know, um, that was part of the deal for them coming back. Just curious to see what the future would hold. Because from the... I think we only have one person left from the previous board of directors, right? Um, Adam D'Angelo. Yes, I, yeah, I believe D'Angelo is still on the board. Yeah, yes. he was the former CTO from Facebook, right? Founder of Quora. Yes. Uh, and, and now he's left there to run OpenAI alongside new names. The former CEO of Salesforce, Brett. And we've got Larry Summers. Yeah. Yeah, as well. And then we've got uh, Microsoft as a non-voting member of the board of directors so um that's what i'm curious about. open ai has has made some significant changes uh it could probably be called closed ai at this point <laughs> also alas i'm not sure if you're aware but there's, there's another theory making rounds as to why this might have happened it's been rumored you know that um, OpenAI recently made a significant breakthrough with um, this new OpenAI model called QSTAR, you know, which was recently demonstrated internally within OpenAI. It had the capability of solving simple maths problems. Now, being able to solve simple maths problems, it's one thing that the AI models we've had until now were unable to do, right? Because they all worked on, you know, probabilities and statistics so now QSTAR coming along, being able to solve simple maths problems, it's taking this entire research a significant step closer. Some even say that OpenAI might have actually achieved AGI already. And this particular discovery is believed to have caused a significant ruckus within OpenAI. And some people say Sam was trying to get this out to market yeah. ASAP. Uh, while the board of directors were trying to hold him back. We'll see kind of what unfolds. I mean, it's going to be interesting um, 2024 because I remember just literally a year ago, ChatGPT was making its uh, debut and look at where we're at now. And I mean, look at where we could be. And I, I personally think that everything that we're speculating for what could happen in 2024 is just going to be completely wiped off the map. 
because quantum technology is not yet really been introduced. So it's going to be scary. I always go back to quantum. I always, I've, I've, I've always said for years, AI, blockchain, and quantum. Those are going to be the three things that are going to redefine our civilization and culture, whether it's for the better or whether it's for the worse. Who knows? That's yet to be foreseen, right? But I think 2024 is going to be the year that quantum comes into play. 2024 could be the advent and discovery of AGI, artificial general intelligence, if it's not already been discovered. And I really think the catalyst to that could be quantum technology. I totally agree with you on that. 2024 is just around the corner. We're going to find out. Um, to be honest with you, I thought by now we should be getting more, we should be hearing more about quantum technologies. But yeah, I guess we just have to wait some more. But it's, it's been... It's been an interesting past couple of weeks, to say the least, Newton, but it's going to be an uh, exciting time ahead of us to look forward to. I know that in my heart, I believe that technology can be used for the betterment of society, and it's something I think that we're really needing because right now, with the way things are globally, it's just a sad state of affairs. So I'm hopefully optimistic, to say the least, Newton. So... With that, Newton, I just really wanted to end it on a positive note for you, for me, for our listeners out there, you know, and I just really wanted to take the time once again, Newton, to say thank you, not just to you, but to, to our listeners as well for week after week tuning in and listening to two guys talk about AI. So I, I, I couldn't be happier uh, just being a part of this amazing podcast with you, Newton. Likewise, Elias, likewise. And for those listeners who are still listening to the very end of this episode on closed AI, be sure to <laughs> tune in next week as we bring you uh, more source and um, interesting news in the AI space. Yep. And with that, I bid you adieu. Until next time. Thank you. AI Nexus.